right, hello everybody, and welcome to Unleash Your Strengths with Eddie Via. Thank you so much for watch for listening. I almost said watching, like it's a video. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for that five star rating and review. I can't tell you how much it means to me. Yes, I actually do go through them all. I do read them, and why I read them is because I want to know what it is you want me to talk about. What are the things that you are most plagued with? And I want you to be really real and raw with me. Be totally honest. Tell me the truth. What is it that you're struggling with that you want to hear me talk about? Because I am so committed to helping you get perspective to help you move forward. Because see, I know that how we think affects how we feel. How we feel affects what we do. And the truth is that if I want to do things more authentically to who I am, to be more productive, to create better results, results that are more authentic to what I'm currently desire, then I have to change how I feel. If I want to do things differently, I have to feel differently. And in order to feel differently, I have to think differently. And so that requires for me to be, number one, open to some new thoughts and new ideas and new perspectives. Take in those things as often as I can, and then so it affects how I feel. And when I feel different, I'll start doing things differently, especially with when I'm taking things in that are authentic to who I want to be. That's what I want this podcast to be, is about you discovering what that is. So every time you come to an episode, you're going to hear something that has something to do with you and shaping that, that desire and helping you get focused on the things you're going to do that day. So that's what I'm super pumped about. And that's what this podcast is about. And so all I want you to do is just right now, if you haven't already done it, give me a five-star rating and a review. Tell me what you love about the show and what you want to hear. And I do listen to them. I want to keep going. So here's today's episode is, I mean, it's really simple. And I, and I know a lot of people are probably going to reject this. They're going to feel nervous about this, but I'm going to turn you around quickly, which is if you want to help, then sell. That's the title of this episode. If you want to help, then sell. One of the, my, like, one of the most inspiring people I think in the history of this planet, well, actually two people when I come to mind. When, I think of, when you think of Gandhi or when you think of Mother Teresa, all right, those two people, what do you, what is the first, like, what is a feeling you get? You know, the, the, the thing I love about those two people is I think every picture I've ever seen of them, they're smiling and they look peaceful. How cool is that? Right? How cool is that? Like two of the most influential people in the history of our country or not our country, but our, in the world, right? Two of the, you know, two or 300 people that you can probably think of that are influencing, they represent joy and peace. How cool is that? I'm going to tell you right now that what I have learned about Gandhi and Mother Teresa is that both of them were very highly aggressive salespeople. Highly aggressive. They took what was normal, right? And they literally shook it up, turned it upside down, and reversed it on people. The people that were loving the way things were going. See, see, the people that they were against were people that were benefiting from the way things were. Whereas Gandhi and Mother Teresa both recognized that things were not going right for people. And so they inserted themselves into the shifting and the changing of the way things were going. And if you think that those people didn't face horrible, violent adversity, from the people that were benefiting with the, from the ways the way they were, 
then you're lying to yourself. And the only way that they can do that is to get the people on their side. How did they get people on their side? They sold. They sold an idea. They sold a product or a a thing that moved people in a different direction, that gave people hope, that made people try harder, focus their own strengths and talents towards this common goal and this common cause. See, those two people, just like Abraham Lincoln, George Washington, or any, I'm just off the top of my head thinking of people you're probably thinking about, but any influential world, oh my gosh, Nelson Mandela, right? Any influential worldwide people, what they learned how to do was to sell. They learned how to tell their story and make offers. <laughs> that was basically what, I mean, one of the people I love listening to is Russell Brunson who runs ClickFunnels. And oh my gosh, Russell has taught me so much. I've made thousands and thousands of dollars. I mean, tens of thousands of dollars just from the things I've learned from Russell alone. And one of the things he teaches is the, to share your story, make an offer. That's it. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about is that if you want to help people, you have to sell. All right, so that's what we're going to talk about today. So I want you to think about this. Imagine right now, this is crazy, okay? This is going to be crazy. This is going to be totally crazy. All right, let's, let's pretend right now, all right? Let's pretend you have in your hand, all right? Let's say in a bottle, like a liquid. Like a, we'll, call, we'll, put it a, we'll make it a green liquid. People like green because green means go. Well, let's pretend you have this green liquid that will solve homelessness in this world. Okay, like I said, crazy. But let's pretend for just a moment you have this green liquid in your hand in a vial, and that green liquid is if we could just, if we could, all we had to do is just duplicate that liquid and give it to everybody on the planet. All right, and then like homelessness will go away for some reason. Okay, some crazy idea like all homelessness in the world will go away. I don't even know how that works, (laughs) but imagine if you had that. You know, I could say cure cancer, but doesn't everybody say cure cancer? Let's just talk about homelessness, all right? Bigger, right? Maybe scarier, who knows? But what I want you to think about is if you had that liquid in your hand and you knew, you've seen it, you've been giving it to people and homelessness was just disappearing. If you knew that was working, how would you go about helping everybody on the planet take it? Get it for themselves. Even if you were going to just give it away at the cost that it takes to make it. Let's say you're, you're crazy and you don't even, even want to make any money on this at all. And I only say crazy because I don't know how you're supposed to feed yourself to produce more of this stuff because you're going to have to do that, right? You have to, you have to feed yourself. You have to have a place to live yourself in order to sell this product to cure homelessness, right? But let's just say if, you don't wanna, if you're not going to even try to make any money off of it. All right. How do you get the world to drink it? If you know it's going to solve it, you can't get people to take it. If number one, they don't believe you. Number two, they don't even believe they need it. Or number three, they don't know how to get it or how to afford it. All those things. How are you going to get what it is that you know will help a person into that person's hands if you don't know or don't want to sell, if you don't know how to market it, 
if you don't know how to get that into people's hands. And what I'm going to say to you right now is this, and I want you to write it down or put it on a, a billboard or something, right? Just somewhere to remind you and say, I may have the cure for what the world, I may have, let me repeat this again. Let me do it again. I may have what the world needs, but if they don't know about it, then it's worthless. I'm going to say it again. I may have what the world needs, but if they don't know about it, then it's worthless. It's worthless. And I hope you're sitting here listening to this thinking or knowing that you have something of value. Maybe there's something you've learned in your life. Maybe, maybe there's some kind of product that you're selling that you know will help anybody who wants it. Right? Maybe you have uh, some kind of system in how to live a life that is going to help people. Maybe you have, uh, maybe you know of a great book that if everybody read it, <laughs> so much of the world's suffering would, would slowly go away. And we would have new problems like, how do we just get this into the universe or something, right? Maybe you're the kind of person that has something of value or knows of something that can help the world. But if you don't know how to market it, and if you don't try to sell it, it will not help anybody. It only helps one person, and that's you. And you need to understand this one here too. Write this down as well. It's the lessons that I learn are not to be kept to myself. I am not, when I learn something of value, it was not for me to keep it. It was for me to pass on to others. This is what I know when it comes to the Gallup Strengths Report. And now I'm going to be talking about this a lot. So you better get used to it. You better get that assessment. But the truth is that when I look at a person's strengths report, especially people that I struggle with personally, when I look at their report, I get a keen insight into who they really are inside. And I'm going to tell you this right now. Because I know how to read this report, 100% of the people that I talk with about their strengths, all of them, immediately become like valued friends to me. We become really close really fast. And I'm talking about in minutes. Okay, total strangers. I'll read this report and go, here's what, I'm, here's what it's showing. Is that true? And they always say this. It's like, oh my gosh, you get me. Yes, that's me. And in that moment, when we both have a mutual understanding of who we each other are, we then become, it becomes a game of how can we help each other by being who we are? And if two people can do that, then four can. If four people can do that, then 10 can. If 10 can do that, then 100 can. And 1,000, and 100,000, and a million. And we start moving closer to that big number of 7.7 billion people on this planet as of 2019. This strengths report, I believe to my core is a way for us to identify who we are. And when we get really good at identifying who we are and understanding it, how to use it, how to, how to use our strengths in order to benefit other people, right? Especially the ones that could use what we have to sell. If we can use it to connect with people in a way that's deeper, then we can use it to understand other people and know who they are. Guys, this would cure everything. We would stop looking at other people as if they are different just because they're born in a different place. 
We start looking at people that are different because they were gifted with something that nobody else has. Just like me. I want you to imagine that for just a second, all right? I'm not going to sing Imagine from John Lennon. That's not what I'm talking about. I only want people to understand that every single person on this planet is infinitely unique. And I think my theory is one of the things that leads to contention between two individuals or two groups of individuals is believing that the other person is different only because of where they live or where they've grown up and so on. And an amazing difference what takes place when a small group, when I'm working with individuals, small groups, especially couples, and this is my favorite. When I work with two couples, when I work with a couple where two people, you know how it is when you're married, for those of you that are married, there's something about your spouse that just drives you freaking crazy. And it's, it's, at the, it's at the source of all your arguments. And you think by getting angry with them about that, that they'll change. And the truth is that when you read the strengths report and you see why they're unique, they're uniquely different than you, and you start focusing on the value, then you start realizing that getting that person to change is the horrible idea. Actually, getting that person to be that annoying part of who they are at a higher level so that we can clearly identify how it can benefit me or you. Imagine that. Like looking at your spouse and looking at the things they do that drive you crazy and realize it's just a symptom of, of the value they bring to your relationship. And at that point, you're just hoping for more of those symptoms to show up, right? Because the more they are being who they are infinitely different than you are, the more value you get in your marriage, which means that you're going to be enticed, encouraged to also do the thing that annoys them a lot, but at a better at a higher level in a way where you can finally see the value of it. I think this is the greatest thing ever. It's worked with all the couples that I've worked with. You know, pretty soon I'm actually going to be going to a, a retreat with a bunch of other couples and I'm, I've been asked to speak and what I'm going to do at this retreat is specifically help each other focus on the things that used to drive them crazy and they're going to find value in them and they're going to encourage them, they're going to use it. Their marriages are only going to grow by leaps and bounds after a single day because that now we're not like hating on our differences. We're actually loving on them and how much, how, how valuable they are in our lives. And so what I want to talk about today, when it comes to those differences and understanding those unique, uniqueness about ourselves, we want to take that information and, and, and use it. Take it to help another person. This talents and these things that I know how to do, I obsess over them. And my wife when, we, when I first started coaching people and I first started developing people, I did it so much I was doing it for free. I had to stop eventually because it was just, it was consuming my day. But I was doing it every day and for free. No joke. People would schedule time with me and for an hour I would sit through with them, go over their strengths report, help them use it for their business and their life. And they'd go off. And then I would meet someone else. And it used to drive my wife crazy because she hated seeing me give away my, my value for free. But when she realized that what I was doing was I was trying to prove to the world, at least my world, that I was a value. I had a product to sell. When she saw that, when she saw that the first time I opened up my group, a paid group, and I made almost, I think around 20, 20, around $21,000. All right. Most that I've ever made in my life. And what all that is, is just a measurement of how many people I'm helping. 
when she saw that, she saw the value in what I was doing before. And so now she started to see when I start going into doing free trainings for large groups. Right now, right now, a lot of people who are leaders in large groups, they're literally having me, and I mean this, for free, going and talking to their teams. I have people that are flying me out to go to their locations, to teach large groups of people for free. Now when she sees me doing it, she loves it. My wife is probably one of the most amazing people on the planet because she has turned what used to drive her crazy about me, like in a bad way. (laughs) In her head, she's turned it into the thing she loves the most about me because she understands now why. And our marriage has 10x, right? Since we started like loving on our differences and seeing the value. And the only reason we're able to see the value is because we're looking for it. That's how it works. And so what I'm trying to explain here is that that's how I went about helping the world or my world, if you will, see the value of what I was selling. See, I learned, I learned how to take what I have to offer and sell it in a way that is authentic to me. My, let's see, my number, oh, my number six strength, okay, is communication. (laughs) And this is how I use it. Now, I want you to think about this. I want you to look at your strengths report if you've taken that report. Pick one of your top 10 strengths right now and ask yourself, how can I use that strength in a way that honors who I am? And I'll explain who me, who I am. My number six strength is communication. My dominant domain is influence. That means that everything I do when I wake up in the morning, I do it in a way that honors my desire to help other people moving forward. And it starts with me, get myself out of bed, get my goals set, and I go to work. Then it goes to my family, my wife and my six children that live with me at home, and my seventh, my seventh child who lives in another state. And I, I message her through Snapchat, right? That's my second group. And then my third group is you and everybody who listens to this podcast, everybody in my private group, everybody. Every single day I do things in a way that honors my desire to influence and how I use my communication strength. Communication is having the ability to take what's in my heart and express it out of my mouth in a way that you and everybody else can listen and go, oh, I get it. I understand. And I want it or I don't want it. And that's totally fine if they want it or don't. I don't care. For me, as long as I'm using my strength, my body is uplifted. My health is improved. My energy is fired up. Like I get pumped because I'm doing things in a way that's authentic to me. So look at your strengths report. Pick a strength and ask yourself, how can I share the value of what I have using this strength in a way that honors my desire to what? Influence, connect with people, build relationships or get things done, or be strategic? What is it that fires you up the most? And I want you to take that strength, and I want you to take that desire, and then I want you to go do what you need to do today, just one thing today, in a way that's completely unique to you that other people might not get. But I promise you right now, if you're living in your strengths, if you're living in your desires, if you're living in who you are, the other person that's in front of you that you work with, they will always get it. 
In fact, they will only get it when you're doing it in a way that is authentic to you. If you try to be something you're not, you, you saw someone on video, you saw someone on a, on a website, or you saw someone on stage, and you're like, oh, they're successful. I'm going to do what they do the way they do it. You're killing yourself, and you're making all the people around you sick. <laughs> you have to be able to sell what you got in a way that's authentic to you so that other people can go, I get it. I want it, or I don't want it. If you try to sell in a way that is not authentic to you, you're going to get this. Let me think about it. Let me talk to my wife. Let me talk to my husband. Or let me wait till I get paid. Or let me just say anything I can to get away from you because something weird just happened to you and I don't know how to deal with it. There's a thing called neuron mirroring, okay? I want you to write that down. Neuron mirroring. And that is that you're, when two people are having a conversation, their neurons are literally lining up. See, they did this study where they showed, uh, they, they actually studied the brain waves of two musicians that were playing instruments in, you know, in conjunction with each other. They were trying to play in rhythm with each other. They were, you know, they were just, uh, what do they call it? Like riffing together, right? And what they were doing was essentially, they noticed that their brain patterns were starting to emulate the others. See, well, the great thing about music, it's a pure expression of who you are if you're a musician. And so what I'm doing right now is a pure expression of who I am, communicating through a podcast. Your brain has been trying to mirror mine, my brain waves as I do this podcast. But if I shift my tone, if I start doing things in my low strengths, like my 34, which is harmony, and I kind of ask, hey, is it okay if I show you how to live in your strengths and not in your, you know, in the place where you're not, um, where you're not strong. Okay. Do you hear that? Like that? Did you feel like your brain just suddenly go, Oh, something weird is happening. I hope he stops making that noise. What is that sound he's making? Stop. And that's what happens when you're in a situation where you're, you're inviting people to do what you do and you're communicating in a way that's not authentic to you. You make them uncomfortable and then they say no. So what I want you to do right now is to go ahead and live in your strengths today. Do something that is, that, is, that is absolutely coherent with who you are in a way that honors who you are and see the results. And I want you to share them with someone else and say, oh my gosh, I listened to this podcast. I went and I did this thing and it worked. Hey, listen to this podcast. I want you to do that right now. I want you to share this podcast with somebody else. I would love it if you just did this right now. Just gave me a five-star review and a, a rating and review. Help me make this podcast the best podcast on the internet to helping people establish who they are and getting what they want in a way that's fully authentic to who they are. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon. This episode is brought to you by LaunchPod Media.